Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog just shit his ass. Hey, everybody, what is going on? It is Friday night. We're going old school style tonight. It is Friday night. That means it is time for another edition of Craft Brood Sports with me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight, man? Oh, you're muted. You? You're muted. What? You got to do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, feeling great. Feeling good. How are you? <laughs> How are you gonna not unmute me, man? Um, well, you got. I, I don't know why it's always on me to unmute everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't guys. understand why it's my problem. To you unmute. hit the button. And I got a lot us, of though. stuff to do over here. Yeah, I mute you guys so that you're not talking during the intro because there have been several times where we've gone live and you just hear Mookie talking to his dogs and I'm like, what is happening? What kind of professional crap is is unprofessional? professional it's all unprofessional uh, does, doesn't mina kimes have a podcast specifically with her dog uh uh yes uh lenny yeah. right? mina kimes yeah when, when you oh, get on mina's I, level i mean yeah the, how do you get to mina's level other than starting out at <laughs> mina's level like we're just greatness ready to be recognized fake until here. you make it i dig it mookie how you feeling exactly. tonight man I, I'm a little off with with the switch of days, but I'm I'm excited, man. It's a Friday. We don't have to get up early tomorrow. I mean, you two do because you have children's like idiots. But uh, I can sleep as late as I want. The old Saturday shift tomorrow. Oh. I got I got asked if I could come in on Saturday, and you that said yes. Great. Why did you say yes? That, like that's uh, not yeah. I, when I say I got asked, I mean I looked at the schedule oh. about a month ago and was like, oh, I'm I'm working on the 14th. That's, that's <laughs> Or not the 14th, but the 18th. Fun <laughs> hey, Scott, bad news, dude. You're, you're probably looking for another job tomorrow because you're like three days late. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I was there on the 14th. So, uh, Well, thank you guys for tuning in.
tuning in. We appreciate it. And sorry about Wednesday night. For those of you that don't know, my son split his head open like five minutes before I was coming down to the studio. So like I get them ready for bed. We're all ready to go. And I'm about to go downstairs. I grab my beer. So my, my wife is like, babe, get in here. We got to go to the ER. And I was like, what the hell happened? My son jumped off the bed and split his head open. Uh, five uh, staples in the dome. So yeah, it was a wonderful Wednesday. And we don't have insurance right now. So please send me money. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's drink these beers tonight. Uh, let's talk about these beers that we're drinking. And tonight we're going to do the uh, kids injury scale. So we'll go from one to five staples. Scott, what do you got in your mug this week? Uh, this right here is what I was looking for whenever I have a peanut butter beer. This is a Monster Cookie Series out of Verboten Brewing Company. Oh, my it is God. Salted peanut butter, milk chocolate, imperial stout coming in at 8.5. Wow. Oh, my God. This is five staples to your head right now. <laughs> this is delicious. Peanut butter all up in my mouth. I'm loving it. <laughs> you got the nut butter in your mouth and you're happy about I it. Do. Good. Uh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Mookie, what do you got in your mug rated on the kids' injury scale from one to five staples? Yeah. Uh, before we move on to me, uh, Scott, crunchy yes. or creamy? This is the creamiest of the creamy because it's very right. out. It goes down smooth. Now, but if we're talking true actual peanut butter, crunchy or creamy? Uh, I mean, I'll take peanut butter any way I can get. Like, I'm not one of those people who are picky. Like, peanut butter is good. Uh, the only the only caveat to that is that all natural peanut butter shit where like oh, it separates yeah. and you got like the oil on top oh, yeah, and the rest the of the peanut butter. Yeah. That's disgusting. Any other peanut butter is good, but creamy all the way. Yes. yes. Creamy 100 percent. Yeah, that shit can. Yeah, I was going to say I was going to say yeah. the answer is creamy. But I mean, I'll take <laughs> if you're like, all we got is crunchy. I'm like, all right, I guess I mean, I'll eat it too. Right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Rock, I'm in. Uh, I'm over here with Odie McOatface tonight. Ah! So this showed up in my uh, beer drop a little bit after Mr. Mike over there uh so cracking that uh today's brew is 5.3 percent. it's at 3.69 caps and then tapped mike does that sound about right for when you had it because that feels low mm, i don't remember i remember not being i remember being a big fan of the name of this beer and that's about it and that's all yeah <laughs> well it's pretty good it's smooth There's i'll look it up while it. you're while you're rating i'll i'll go look it up that's and see what call, i rated yeah. it so yeah, so far I'm digging it. It's a good one that you know I'm gonna remember, but it might not stick out as the most notable or memorable one. Uh, so I'm gonna rate it as the broken foot concussion combination uh, from sixth grade. Oh wait, broken foot and concussion? Please elaborate. Yes, yes. So uh, and this may explain a lot. Also, about shout out Jenny and Robert uh, chiming in in the comment section. Shout out uh, Jenny has been my favorite at the gym. Uh, we just laugh at the people at the gym now. We've we've bonded over how much we hate esporta in Oakley. Uh, shout out Jenny. Sorry, Drew. Go ahead. Oh, don't worry. Jenny's already made a request for a later uh, segment. She wants to know uh, if what's his name Guerrero or Patino or whatever killed his girlfriend. Oh, that's right, Brian Laundry. I don't know who that is. Is oh, that the well, dude that just randomly came back from the yeah, from a cross country trip? <laughs> and didn't say shit. Won't say word. Yeah, he didn't say shit. And his, his fiance is not with him, nor have they had contact with her for over a month. <laughs> but he didn't do it. So yeah, he's but, like, but, I didn't do it, and I'm not saying shit. Yeah. So stay tuned for later in the show when I give the real hashtag truth about that, because Jenny's very curious, and we like to pay attention to our fans here on Craft Root Sports. Um, but the concussion broken foot combination occurred in sixth grade uh, intramural soccer for my middle school. 
we were playing and this was the end of practice and and item soccer wasn't really all that serious structured or really anything better than to get the kids together and maybe the the chubbier ones ran a little bit more than just gym class and so at the end of practice our coach had us line up against the the backstop like a baseball backstop because we were just kind of sharing fields with all the other im teams at the time and uh we played dodgeball which consisted of him kicking the ball at us while we slipped <laughs> against the backstop. And so in an effort to dodge one of his shots, I'm, I'm running away, looking over my shoulder at him. And so I don't see the big metal pole of the backstop coming up on me. And I turned my head just in time to simultaneously smash my foot and my head into this metal pole. I just plant lights out and uh, ended up in a walking cast with, you know, some some cobwebs for a week or so. So, this yeah. explains a lot, Drew. It explains an awful lot. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'm going to take back a lot of what I've said because I get it now. I get, well, I get why you are the way you are. Well, and, and that was concussion two out of five and broken bone like five of <laughs> four and two. So, um, yeah, like I said, explains a lot. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, This week, I'm drinking It Rolls, which is a watermelon Kolsch from Liquid Literature Brewing. Uh, It's okay. It's a, you know, it's a Kolsch. I thought maybe with some watermelon flavor, I'd be a little bit more into it. But it's still like super tart and not my favorite type of beer. Uh, So I'll give this one like three staples to start with. Like it's, it's upsetting. You're, it's not great, but it's also not the most epic story either. It's like, oh yeah, I've. I'm, I'm an idiot and I jumped off the bed. Now I've got this thing to deal with for the rest of my life. My hair doesn't lay the right way. Uh, so, you know, it's whatever. It's, it's just not that great. Uh, let us know what you guys are drinking tonight on this beautiful hey, Friday my evening. doesn't lay the right way. That's what my, uh, my son said to me. He was like, Dada, I'm glad I have hair because I can cover this. If I had your hair, everybody would see my staples. I was like, oh, what a You mother. Oh, you, you're right, though. You, they, that is absolutely right. You son of a. Oh, and, and when you kneel down in front of him and say, and thanks to your injury, we're all going to be home. <laughs> <laughs> three months, man. You just had to wait three months until the benefits <laughs> kick in. You couldn't even last 40 days. Oh, killing me. All right. Let's uh, we got a lot to get to tonight. We want to talk some week one overreactions from the NFL. There's also a new Big 12 conference that is now uh, a thing in college football. So I want to talk about that. Uh, And also the Reds are going to make me kill myself, I think. So we're going to have to get to that (laughs) before all that. though. Let's talk these week one overreactions. All right, this was going to work out a lot better on Wednesday when we had like week two about to start. So we're one game into week two of the NFL season. Uh, but there was a lot that went on in week one. So, Scott, I'm going to go to you first. What's your first overreaction from week one of the NFL season? The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, MVP. They beat the Atlanta Falcons on the road. There's no more impressive of a win than going into Atlanta and beating a team that was supposed to be not very good. 
in their own field. I, there's no way that the Eagles aren't making the Super Bowl at this point. Printed playoff tickets. Did you see? I've seen nothing but Eagles fans losing their mind over Matt Ryan, like throwing that dump off pass that just sailed past everybody. They're like, what are you doing, man? I love the overreaction from Falcons fans right now. Uh, and the overreactions from Eagles fans who think they really are a, a good team. By the way, shout out Gabe. He's drinking an Elysian Space Dust IPA. He's rating it three staples. <laughs> Dude, the staple scale is gonna this it's gonna hold. This is gonna on, be the man. new scale. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. Because here's and here's the problem too, Mike, is that because today's Friday, it's a short week. It's like that Thursday night football game coming into next week's show. It's gonna be a short week. So we're gonna have even less to come up with a scale with. So we'll just probably be like, fuck it. Staple scale again. Go with staples. <laughs> uh Drew, you got any overreactions from week one? Uh it, yeah, honestly, my my biggest overreaction is that we're not talking enough about Tom Brady and Gronk. I, <laughs> I really don't think they're getting enough airtime. People are not respecting what they bring to the table and the way that they continue to change the game even this late into their careers. Did you guys see what they did this last week? Uh, the interview that they yes. did, you mean? They sat in a tub, a children's tub or a children's pool. Yeah, congrats. Damn it. Tom... <laughs> <laughs> Did you think we missed that? Like in show prep, you didn't think we came across that one? No, I mean, but I thought you would, you would assume I was talking about their play on the field. Uh, oh, I absolutely <laughs> oh, but God damn it. Uh, well, <laughs> shit. Telegraph the shit. Yeah, you did. One. You totally well, did. Yeah, Especially mean. since that's all anybody talked about with Tom Brady and Gronk this week was <laughs> that video that went viral. It, oh, people aren't talking enough about them except for all the stuff they're talking about this video. Uh, do you uh, didn't Brady say no. he thinks he can play till he's fifty in that video? Like that's his. He thinks he can make it to fifty. I mean, yeah, oh, uh, he said that, and I believe him. I believe no, he believes I, he can I do that. I believe that he can because the way these rules are structured, you can't oh, and it's only going to so. get better for Tom. You know, yeah, you think I mean, about the, it. the older he gets, the more they're going to call the penalty. So yeah, fifty, it's on deck. Well, and and, and I think the other thing is that. Uh, What's going on over there? Uh, my green okay? screen fell. Go ahead, keep going. <laughs> you know, this is this bodes really well for Friday shows because so far my wife walked over, tripped over the cord of the lamp, and turned that off. Mike's green screen's falling over. Like we're man, like oh, you said, pets are falling off. <laughs> professional show over here. Uh, no, but the real underreaction I think is to the intelligence of Gronk pointing out it doesn't matter what the fuck Tom thinks. Is Giselle going to let him play to 50? Because that's absolutely the right question. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, and the answer that's is true. no, she won't. There's no way. There's no way, right? She doesn't She doesn't want to well, play in now. Here, here's, here's the question, though. Does he have to play consecutive years to 50? Yes. Because I have a theory that what's going to happen is she's going to yank him off the field because, like we all said, she's been wanting him to stop playing for a while She's going to have his insufferable ass at home for a year and then send him back out on the field until he's 52. <laughs> oh, God damn it, man. This is a disaster. <laughs> <over here. laughs> this is real behind oh, hey. the scenes look. <laughs> oh, wait, you, know, you, you don't want that to be on air? <laughs> no, you son of a bitch. Why does Drew have control of things? See, and this is why I told you I don't want to sign in with the other type of account, even if it doesn't prevent, even oh. if it prevents my stream from breaking. Oh, God. Drew, I hate so you good. so much right now. Well, you know, 
I missed you, bud. It's been like two extra days. So what do you, what do you want from me? Scott, what other overreactions do you have from week one? Raiders, they're going to represent the Super Bowl. They're going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. They beat the Ravens. There's no way that the Raiders at home uh, beating the Ravens doesn't uh, preclude a, a Super Bowl run. The, the Raiders are definitely – they figured out this John Gruden thing. They're going to win in spite of his terrible ass every week. I, I've got the Raiders in the Super Bowl narrowing the, uh, the, the Eagles by, by a field goal. But you still have uh, Heard getting the MVP uh, on that one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Heard will be the NFL MVP, but the Raiders will win the Super Bowl. Because you don't need the NFL MVP to win the Super Bowl. You just got to get there. Like The Raiders are going to get there. And, and despite all their horrible draft picks and their horrible head coach, they're going to win it all. <laughs> now, I... Oh, man, he can't even take himself. He can't, right he can't even get it out. <laughs> Raiders fans are just like the Eagles. Like, oh, we beat a playoff team. Well, this is it. Man. Yeah, well, jokes on you, morons. Every year, half the field turns over. Like, it's not a big deal if you beat a playoff team. If you well, beat Tom Brady, that's, that's, that's something the, to be excited about. That's also the joke because it's just like the Raiders fans, they don't care who they beat. They're like, we want a game. We're going to the playoffs. We're going to the Super Bowl. Like, it, it doesn't matter who it was. So, yeah, this is a completely on they, they beat a team that was in the playoffs. Oh, they're definitely winning the Super Bowl this year. There's no doubt in their minds. Dude, and that okay. was such They're a... sitting in Oakland like, man, those Las Vegas Raiders are the shit, man. I remember when they were here. That was such a sloppy end of the game, too. Like, that whole ending was uh, like a complete disappointment to watch. What a clusterfuck that was. Yeah, and, and you know a thing or two about clusterfucks. I do know a thing or two about cl- clusterfuck. Like, look at this shit, man. Look <laughs> at this clusterfuck. over there, dude. It's, it's your green screen a circle. It's been like that for like weeks now. I don't know where you've been, man. Uh, oh. It's just that I'm really good at fixing it. And now that it's huh. live on air and I'm worried that oh, Drew is going to switch the camera on me while I go to fix it again. It's just well, like this now. Tonight. This is just <laughs> what it is. This is this is our life now. This is what <laughs> happens when you jump off the bed. when We don't have insurance. Yeah, uh, this is our life. Oh, motherfucker. Uh, you want to hear my overreaction from this week? Uh, same overreaction I've had for two weeks. Joe Burrow, NFL MVP. That man is the greatest quarterback the NFL will ever see. Oh my God. Did you see? I, okay, listen, I was worried. I I was worried that they drafted Chase instead of a lineman because what, what are you doing? Not getting protection for Joe Burrow. And then Chase did not drop a single ball. That's it. What a great draft pick. Greatest pick Mike Brown has ever made. Joe Burrow followed immediately by Jamar Chase in uh, the, the subsequent draft. The, the Bengals are going all the way, man. That's it. They are I feel, it, like, they are I feel in. like Jamar was trolling us this entire preseason. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to drop all these passes. They're going to th- they're gonna talk all the shit. There's going to be controversy about me being picked. And then I'm going to go in this first game, and I'm going to ball the fuck out. Like, so, this was all a plan. Serious question. How many balls did they throw to Jamar on Sunday? Like, how many targets did he get? Uh, I don't It was a actually question, a decent amount. Uh, it did seem like a lot. I want to say he was probably the highest targeted. To to 10. Yeah, he was he was up there quite a Damn, bit. Damn, all right. Because yeah. it was like every third down they were looking his way. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. He definitely was the... I don't know. Let me look it up. You guys, uh, Drew, what do you... Go ahead with another overreaction while I look this up for you. Uh, yeah, another overreaction is that we're still going to have a Browns-Chiefs AFC championship game. 
Like, I don't know about you, but all I've heard on the four letter and other uh, outlets this week is that, well, the Browns, the Browns might have lost, but they look good. They look good. They got some stuff there. They get OBJ back and they'll find themselves. It's all right. They're still in this. Did they play in this one? No, OBJ didn't. No. He was they, got, they he kept was him out and he's not end? playing this well, week. No, they either. kept him out one more week, like as a oh precaution. Give him one more week to heal because it's a How long many more season. Weeks does it need? <laughs> I have no idea. I think honestly, nobody wants to admit to themselves that the Browns are just not that good. And people are, keep trying, like, on it's it's like fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen, Cleveland. It's never gonna catch on. Shut the fuck up because you look real pretty when you're quiet, but we don't want to hear from you anymore. It's that simple. <laughs> I don't. I mean, listen. I don't I mean, think Gretchen the Browns look real fine as you know that. I, with, mm. By the way, uh, Chase had seven targets, five receptions, a hundred yards, and a, a tutty. Uh, his longest wow. was a fifty. That's yarder. that's a like, nice I'm sh- average. I'm more right shocked there. that it was only. Seven. I, it like, felt like it was way more. more. Uh, he also had a uh, rushing attempt for negative two yards. So that kind of was it a real rushing attempt <laughs> or was it like a end around? I think it was an end situation. around. He's not. He's not lining up in the. Yeah, I was gonna say they're not about to have. <laughs> they got. Between the tackles, Chase, you got this. <laughs> I mean, get in there. We got that sweet old line for you, Jamar. Lower your shoulder, Jamar. <laughs> hey, that's a great way to get rid of alligator arms. Look. Uh, by the way, Drew, Rob Taylor is all on board with your comments about Cleveland. He said, Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Cleveland, I'm sick of it. Okay, here's the thing with Cleveland, though. Like, I feel like they're in a division that. As much as I joke about the Bengals, the Bengals are not going to be that great. The Ravens are littered with injuries, so they are not going to be that good this year. And then the Steelers have a 900-year-old rapist as their quarterback, so they're not going to be that great. Like The Browns are going to have a really good record. Are the Browns going to be this year's Steelers? Where they're like nine and zero to start the season, and then completely fall apart well, at the end no, of the year when they have to play. They're zero one already, so they uh, can't. Be well, but not. Li- I meant like nine and zero. I didn't mean exactly. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Also, while while we're talking about the Raiders being just or not the Raiders, the Ravens being decimated on IR. Did you guys hear um, about Ben Simmons and and why no. he hasn't been vaccinated? No, wait, hang on, hang oh, on, real God. quick. Quick basketball talk. Go ahead. Why? Yeah, why? I'm sure this uh, is mental level reasoning here. Go. It ahead. is. It absolutely is. Ben Simmons has yet to be vaccinated because in critical times, he's afraid to take the shot. Pow. Oh, my God. Damn it, Loki. <laughs> I think the best part is, is the God damn it, Mookie, right before the drop. I've had that fucking was thing in my show two notes for weeks, legitimately. Two weeks he's had oh, that. He told me one, than that. it was yeah. one post show that Mookie told me that he was like, I didn't even get to use my Ben Simmons joke. And I was like, what's your Ben Simmons joke? And he told me and I was like, all right, that's actually, I kind of like that one. And then he didn't use it the following week. Uh, or the week after that, and I was like, okay, he's just not going to go to it. And as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, I can't wait for Scott's oh, reaction to this because he's going to hate God. this so much. <laughs> but see, I was like, I'm getting this fucker in there. I didn't actually write this it. down. I mean, yeah. like, I didn't know. I, I didn't know if he was vaxxed. It sound he sounds like the type of dumbass who wouldn't be vaxxed. So it's like, okay, that checks out. And and then it's like, all right, well, what do you got her? Like, this, this ought to be good. I, I missed this story in show prep. Mookie's got got something real real interesting here for me 
dad joke. <laughs> dad joke. Wait, hold on. Since we're talking uh, players who aren't vaxxed, hang on. Let's uh, let's do this real quick and talk baseball real quick. Here's the pitch. Oh shit. Did you see that D.D. Gregorius, who is vaxxed, said that the reason why he had the worst season of his career is because he got the vaccination? <laughs> he is blaming oh, he is blaming it on the vaccine. Oh. The fact that he hasn't done shit. He said he had like an injury in his elbow that got aggravated. Uh, and oh, then he like he's all on, blaming man. it completely on the vaccine. And I was Dude, like, no, you know, what? that's he, an amazing he, play, D.D. Well he, done to go that route to blame it on the vaccine i'm impressed i'm impressed at the logical the, steps the shittiest part is if we go back to his first shot he was probably laughing as they injected he's like and if i have a shitty season i'm gonna blame it on this <laughs> See, like, it, it, damn it this is what the show is missing out on because i can't have producer controls because i was going to click the hot takes barbecue to see how we rate this take because to me honestly i think this take is spot on this is a flaming hot take from dd because not only is it A, Scott's absolutely right, he had an out, but B, baseball players are all such snowflakes and just soft motherfuckers that people will believe this. <laughs> any little slight, any little thing that could be off in the universe that gets in their head and gives them the yips, <laughs> people are like, oh, well, he is a pro ball player. Like, this shit is serious. They have to be at the peak performance. Everything's got to be absolutely perfect. They can't have any green Skittles. I get it. Yeah. Sorry, Didi. That's you. Moving on. <laughs> Look, I had to put an end to the baseball. Respect the moving now. on. Respect the moving on, Mookie. Uh, <laughs> so it was here, the green Skittles. The let's, go, let's go. But yeah, the green Skittles was too far. You were doing our, I was going to let you go. But as soon as you went to the green Skittles. All right, let's get back to football. <laughs> Uh, did you guys see they're doing an in-season hard knocks this year? They're, what? Yeah, they announced that this week they're going to go to the Colts and do a hard knocks during the season, oh, starting in November. Hold on, they're, they're going to like tickle the balls and then not finish and then, and then yeah, just go that, back to the Cowboys? Like, hey, let's check up on all the bullshit that you saw early in the season? Oh, man, I got real excited. <laughs> I was like, we're going to get to get an update on Zamunda and we're going to get to see uh, what's-his-face on the practice squad and, and by then, I'm sure Zeke will have eaten like 42 other fruit snacks that they can get cutaways for. Damn it! Oh, we could have got Diggs' son. One more, one more Mahomes reference. Like, damn it, HBO, you you are fucking up. Like, this was an easy stuff. Like, hey, we're just gonna follow up what we did. It's just like let's check nope. back in with the Cowboys. We're gonna go to the Colts. It's like, and let's introduce all these assholes you don't care about. Well, that's the thing. It's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be an introduction of guys you don't care about because it's in season. So you're. It's going to be following like the starters. It's going to be following the guys that you already I know, the names you already know, right? Like they're not going to no. go. You can't go like practice squad and s there's no. Yeah, no but hard knocks is about it though. Like you got the guys who like just won't participate. So I mean, if if the stars aren't like, interested in being on camera, we're going to get stuck with <laughs> you know the 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 running back who wears a pacifier as a mouthpiece. Right? <laughs> What the fuck? Oh my god! Yeah, is that the weird? For. That's the weirdest mouthpiece, right? When the dudes wear the pacifier as a mouthpiece, that's the weirdest one. I made it through every single episode, and not one of my notes referenced it. I would always be staring at it like, 
that's a real pacifier, ain't it? This <laughs> pacifier as his mouth guard. Like, what the fuck? And not one time did I reference it in my notes. Like, that's up to me. Mookie, are you pumped for uh, Hard Knocks, the show that you don't get to watch uh, and, and aren't going to watch the new one? We'll just pass. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, look, this could be good if all it is is a camera crew following around Quentin Nelson. But then Scott mm, talked cute. a whole bunch about it, and I just don't care again. <laughs> uh, okay. Robert Taylor saying at the, I would be there for Quentin Nelson. That'd be oh, uh, having Q on there. Q is a character, man. Uh, Robert Taylor saying at the end of the season, Andrew Luck announces he is coming out of retirement. That would uh, now that, that would make what? Plot. that would be to amazing. go through the off season training program. Like who the fuck cares? No, what? What are you talking about? What if? What if right now HBO knew that and they were like, "We're following the cult," and and they were like, "Pull." Putting this on the pedestal, like people like me are just like, oh, the cults, like nobody gives a shit. But they know in the back of their their pocket, they've got this fucking ace. It's like, oh, we've got this exclusive. We know that he's going to announce his <laughs> coming out of retirement. Holy shit. That I would be, lose my mind. That would be amazing. Well, see, the, the, the problem would be that, would you say November? They're going to do it in November? Mm-hmm. They're going to shoot or it's going to air. Uh, well, they always do it where they shoot and then air the following week. So if you follow Hard Knocks, it's always okay. like a week behind. Like they're very quick to turn around their stuff. Right. Yeah. So so that's that's the problem in my mind is I get the, the Andrew Luck angle is intriguing. But if he's not back by mid-October again, who gives a shit? Because he's not going to show up with enough time to make a difference to really change but, anything but, other yeah, than no, no, seeing no, his boring ass I'm himself suffer through some rehab to get back on the field. But that's the point. Treating this like a dramatic TV show, the plot twist is you get that season-ending cliffhanger of Andrew Luck saying, I'm coming back. And then how is to that the credits, and you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> how is that a cliffhanger? Because Andrew, like, Luck, Andrew Luck as a human being has as little entertainment value and character as possible to whoa. still be considered a human. I, I cannot promise you that whoa. if Andrew Luck announced tomorrow that he was coming out of uh, retirement and he was a free agent, that there would be all 32 teams lined up to sign that motherfucker. No, the Colts still saying. hold his rights. Dude, all I'm okay, saying is you cannot, you cannot talk about Andrew Luck like that on this show ever again. That man is a Are walking caveman of a treasure trove of content. That guy oh is the God. best. I don't know what you're smoking, Drew. You must be too far removed from Andrew Luck and how great that goofy-sounding caveman <laughs> with the weird beard was because that guy was was amazing to listen to. No, amazing. On his post game presser. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you, you can have your cardinal all you want, but I've got better things to do with my time. Uh, all I know is that if Rodrigo Blankenship is not featured heavily on this Hard Knocks, I'm out. I'm going to be very upset because that's the only cult that I really. Quentin Nelson, fine. Rodrigo Blankenship is the one that I want on every single episode. Hey, Scott, what do you make of uh, the Bart Scott bet that uh, that he made for this week? Did you hear about that one? I absolutely did. And I believe my comment on the 49ers Reddit when they posted this was, I feel good about this game. Not bet my eyebrow on it. (laughs) I'm glad that Bart Scott has that much confidence in the 49ers. Like I, I, I think that the 49ers should win, but if, like, seriously, if you were like, 
put your eyebrow on it. I'd be like, mm, uh, no, because I don't feel that good about it. I just said Jalen Hurts MVP. Is the that the? So is that no the, way that I'm going to bet against? Him. Is that the easiest uh, patch of hair you can bet for for a game like the eyebrow? Because it's very small. Like, yeah, you look a little weird if you don't have an eyebrow, but you can always draw one back in. Like, I would be more worried <laughs> to like bet like my armpit hair or like something. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like no, the the eyebrow no, is no. the safe hair Dude, bet. Uh, to to I don't think so because I mean, look look at my face. There's so little hair up top. That if you took out the eyebrow, it becomes immediately noticeable. Like everybody's eye is going right there. <laughs> like the eyebrow, man, depending on who you are, like, holy shit. Like, could you imagine if Eugene Levy had to like shave an eyebrow up? You'd be like, holy fuck. Yeah, but, but, what, I'm, but what I'm saying is like girls are doing that nonstop. Girls are always shaving their eyebrows and drawing them back on. So what the hell's the I difference? Like, go for I mean, it, man. I, you know I'm what I'm saying? Like, one on, you're just so... going to look like one of the girls at the club. That's all. You just got to make sure it matches <laughs> width wise. To the other one, uh, shout out Ryan I McCarthy. I wake up every morning and drop my eyebrow on. No thanks. Uh, <laughs> you better hope the kids don't get you mad. You got to rub it off real quick and draw on an angry well, one. And, yeah. and, and everybody, I got to, I got to face all the questions. Why the hell? Where's your eyebrow at? Uh, the Niners. Oh, well, the 49ers lost, so uh, I had real confidence in it. Here I am. Uh, shout out Ryan McCarthy. He said, "What's up, boys? Just finished uh, NCR Friday happy hour and just walked into a convo on Bart Scott." shaving his eyebrow and that's where i leave like grandpa simpson at the brothel <laughs> yeah this got weird man like mike started handing out makeup tips and shit over here well, like, I mean, dude hang on a second hang on a second what? you've never seen a girl with like the drawn on eyebrows my sister-in-law my sister like got in depth my sister-in-law has hers tattooed she got tattoos of eyebrows like not she's not she like filled it in she filled in what she already had but they're tattooed on her now man this is not like a shaving your eyebrow isn't that big of a deal is all i'm saying that's all i'm saying drew I just feel like you spent a lot of time thinking about this. You got something. Listen, you come out I just, watch like, the Real the Housewives here. of whatever with my wife. Yes, I've I know a lot about eyebrows and what females do with their eyebrows. Okay, all right. Well, I, what, I was just more curious. Are you are you trying to do something new with yours, and you're just trying to you know test out the the waters and see what it feels like? Like, dude, all right. So here's the cat, like, here's the problem. Here's the problem. I am super Irish, so I have red hair oh, uh, on my yeah. head and my beard. But I have blonde hair like everywhere else. So my eyebrows are blonde. So if I shaved my eyebrows, you wouldn't even notice that they were gone. Like I'm looking in the camera right now. You can't even tell that I have eyebrows. Like, I mean, I can see them. They're like right there and right there. (laughs) I'm just asking, are you are you trying to put it out there that you want to tat some eyebrows on yourself a little bit? Like, I'd say go for it, buddy. If that's what you need to feel good. Thanks. Get it. Thank you. Thank you. That that is what I need to feel good. That is exactly what I need to feel good. Appreciate you, man. The problem Uh, is they come in like jet black. So Mike's (laughs) his cherry beard, bald head and this black ass eyebrow. And it's like, uh, that looks really awkward. But it would be unique. (laughs) Yeah, sure. That's why I'm not bending my eyebrow. The the comment underneath my comment on Reddit was the best. It said, 
yeah, I feel more comfortable letting my child's eyebrow than I do my own. And I'm like, yeah, there it is. Like, I would totally shave my kid's eyebrow if the 49ers are going to lose. <laughs> like, yeah, I think the 49ers are going to win this game so much so that I'll shave my kid's eyebrow. I feel like eyebrow. that's how you end up with a one-eyed child, though, because are they really going to hold still while you shave their eyebrow? You got to wait till they're sleeping. I mean, not that I would do it or have tried. It would. It, you just got to wait till they're sleeping. That's all. <laughs> I mean, just a little bit. Of, a little bit of Benadryl goes a long way, right? <laughs> Dude, my kids have the opposite reaction to Benadryl. I found out that there are children out there who Benadryl is like it hypes them up, and I found like that meth. out the hard way because we were like, like let's meth. give him, let's give him Benadryl, and he was wide awake for like six hours at, starting at midnight, and it was a brutal night. Uh, Dad, can I get ooh. some more of that Benadryl? <laughs> <laughs> give me the, give me that, give me that pink drink, red drink, whatever. Benadryl's red or some shit uh what about that melatonin that works real well we cycle we, we got a cycle here at the kaiser household you get a couple nights off a couple nights on you know oh. we're, we're a riding it up here on the melatonin <laughs> oh okay <laughs> you don't want to build up a tolerance that makes sense exactly because see here's the thing we were giving it to him nightly and all of a sudden it's yeah. like damn these motherfuckers are staying up all night what the hell has happened so we looked in there did some research it's like oh we got a you know a couple days off couple days off we're we're balco in this bitch with these numbers, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh hey. shit it's an off day it's an off day uh, don't give it to no, him no Cheryl don't you just sprint across the room smack it dive across the couch smack it out of her hand <laughs> like seriously it's like like I'm checking the notebooks like uh, did we get last night because uh, I don't have a check mark here did we did we give it to him because if we did can't give it to him tonight but if well, not so, you know they're, they're good for another couple nights and so what you're saying though is is if you're doing this like cycle and dosage kind of deal if there's a scenario where, where you and wifey accidentally both dose him ah, no big deal right like you just, just yeah, change well, his job yeah, then they're sleeping for a few extra hours that night, and that means for like four nights we're off. It's all <laughs> good. Yeah, we'll, we'll get them balanced out. out. Biscuit apparently knows my grandma because he said rub a little whiskey on their gums. That was always my grandma's <laughs> thing. It was just like give him a little thimble of whiskey. Uh, I think that's why so I have a problem today. Again, when does that when does that approach wear off? Because I can't imagine having my my three year old nephew give give him whiskey or rub his gums. You would come back with no fingers. <laughs> <laughs> like there's an age. I don't know if it's like two or whatever. You guys would know better. But like there's an age where you can't just do whatever. They're gonna be like, no, you want to do what? Fuck you. I'm well, do here's me. the thing: the whiskey on the gums is more for like teething pain. Teething, like you right. rub it on okay. there, so you will come back with all your fingers because. They don't have a tooth there, so you should be good uh, at that point. <laughs> uh, hey, what do you guys think of uh, USC firing uh, Helton? Uh, or how are you feeling about that one, Mookie, as a Notre Dame fan? I, I mean, there was a part of me that was excited because that means they're doing so poorly. And then I was like, wait a minute, they've played a game? Like, I have not noticed them whatsoever. I know they were ranked to start the season like 23-24, and I was like, shit, are we going to have another one of those years where USC has like a win, a one loss or two maybe coming in their Dame game and they're actually good? And then this disaster apparently unfolded and they fired. Now, when did was this his second year 
or his third year? Uh, I think it was his third year, right? Like he he was because last year was his second year as the COVID season, but it doesn't really count. That's what's crazy to me is they yeah. fire him after one game after a COVID season. It's like you got to give him like I you got to give him a little bit of time there, a little bit more time. But uh, the right? the rumors are circulating. Also, if you fire a guy after one game. Didn't you have it in your mind? Like, no matter what you're going to fire, it's like, if this motherfucker doesn't come out and win this if game, he doesn't he's fired. win game one. <laughs> oh, shit. He so was head coach. all off season, like, <laughs> working with all the guys, you know, recruiting all these players, and they're, they're in their entire time. They're just like, he's got one game. You get, so we can do whatever he's fucking want. We're going to him one game to decide his fate. If he doesn't come out here and win this game, he's fucking done. Hey, Helton, you like, heard the term the short leash? Guess what? What, motherfucker one game that's what you got you got one game like, wouldn't you have just fired him in the off season if you're gonna fire him after one game was like was next week like was he on a week-to-week basis like, like did you see have any type of plan that was like one game we've seen enough you're out like, now, dude, this that's, isn't that's the crazy thing so i looked it up he's been at usc since 2015 that year he won uh he he made it to the conference championship. He also has one conference title and another conference game uh championship game appearance. And they were one and one this year. Yeah, so I just looked that up. Were 0 and two. He beat San so, Jose State in the first game. So he lost yeah. it was a uh conference game against by Stanford. Stanford. Yeah. Which they got Stanford pounded by Stanford sucks, and that right? was it. Stanford's oh, they're terrible not- right now. Well, but that, that goes to what I'm saying. Like you, you you fired him based on what? Like wh- he, he was one and one. Like how did you feel any different about him after two games than you did coming I, into yeah, dude, this? Was like, this was like this was like this was like in Remember the Titans when they went up to uh, when they went up to Denzel's character and were like. As, the, as soon as he loses, he's out. You got the job, Yost. And that's what they were, they were just waiting on Helton to lose. And as soon as he did, bam, you're gone. After a COVID season, like that's where the they were five and one thing. too, right? They went like five they won last year. It's insane. Which tells, tells me that they were ready to fire him before last season. COVID happens. I'm like ah. Fuck. Well, we can't fire him now because we got COVID and, you know, this is all shitty. And it's not like, you know, there's going to be great candidates out there. So we're just stuck with this loser. But if this motherfucker doesn't come out and win every (laughs) single game next year, he's fucking done, man. COVID ain't an excuse no more. As soon as we see an opportunity, boom, we're in there. Oh, you lost the game. You're out. You're out, bitch. We wanted to fire you before last season. This is this is a long time coming, but instead, from the outside, it looks like they have no idea what the fuck. They're doing. Oh, dude! I, he, even even if that was their strategy, they still have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, like, there's there's no, there's no clue. Biscuit with the take that he got fired because Urban no, Meyer. Biscuit, you're insane. Because here's the thing. <laughs> Urban Meyer ain't going to quit that job at uh, Jacksonville. He's going to make them fire his ass. Like, uh, I, what is, are we sure we're talking about the same Urban Meyer, the guy who has quit his last two jobs? Yeah, but how much money did he leave on the table at those last two jobs? Like, he knows that he's he, he's going to get shit canned after this year. So he's like, well, might as well play this year out and get my, like, two, $20 million, uh, golden parachute. Then I'll go coach USC because whatever schmuck they get anyways isn't going to be any good. Like... He's not leaving right now, mid-season in Jacksonville. He that is not. 
I will bet. Well, no, Scott he's Tyburn not. He's not leaving midseason. But also, USC <laughs> exactly. isn't hiring somebody midseason. Like they've got an interim head coach. They're not going to hire their next head coach. Like now, they're going to wait and hire him at the end of this season. So if you're saying Urban Meyer is going to get fired at the end of year one, which he's not, the the cons are not going to fire Urban Meyer after one year with a rookie quarterback. They're not getting rid of him. The buyout is just too ridiculous. But to your point, then you're saying that he will be the next coach because he'll leave after year one and go coach USC because that's when they will name the head coach of the team. Is that is that what I'm getting here, Drew? Or did you just totally forget and think that USC is about to hire a coach right now in week three of the season and name him the head coach going forward? Pass. <laughs> that's, that's why I said this whole thing doesn't make sense if you USC. It's like there's absolutely no real plan in place. They're like, well, we're going to fire you, but I mean, it's week three. What are we going to do? It's well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Else? Like, they should have just stuck with them at this point, like to the end of the year. Like, right. I assume they had some backroom deal worked out that Urban Meyer was going to, was, was going to bolt from Jacksonville like immediately to come in into week three. Like I thought that's what Why? USC was angling for. Why would anybody, when, when in the history so what, of football has that happened? When in the history hey, of the game always, did that happen? When has a coach ever left a note in his team's locker room and just driven away in the middle of the night? Yeah. <laughs> or or Nick Saban's very graceful exit. Like, dude, come on, man. Like, you mean to tell me that that's really pushing the envelope? Like, I know what I, I'm I, saying I is like, when is a team not even that? No, like, let's not even talk about like coaches leaving because, yeah, sure. Herb could all of a sudden have a heart condition again or his brain uh, injuries or headaches could be acting up or he might want to spend time with his family or whatever other bullshit excuse he could come up with. And he leaves. Sure, that's fine. But when is a team high? Hired a coach three games into a season. That's what. That's more where your whole premise breaks down, Drew. You, you know, you know, for a dude over there with, with no health insurance, you sure are flipping about people's other medical conditions and <laughs> headaches and whatnot. All right, <laughs> shit. Talk about belittling things. God damn. Although I guess as Scott pointed out the other night, they can't take the staples out. That's so true. Yep. That is, that, I just pray that you were although, you were uh, you were smart enough to put the uh, Dusty Shackleford name on the forums <laughs> and you filled them out that night. Scott said that he was like, "Well, they can't take the sca- staples out now." And in my head, I'm thinking, "I kind of need them to. Like, I gotta wait until after the staples are back <laughs> out because I can't like just grab needle nose pliers and rip staples out of my son's head in the basement. That's gonna end poorly I for everybody." I thought we just involved. covered how melatonin and Benadryl and whiskey all work. Like, why can't you do that? And not only that, all you got to do is just you got to ride this out. Like, you're like, okay, well, I need the staples to come out. But I mean, things don't really take effect right away as far as payments. You can drag your feet for a few months. Like, you can get them to take the staples out, and then you're totally just like, all right, well, you dumb sons of bitches, uh, <laughs> you, you did the procedure and everything's good. So, you ain't going to staple them back. Now. Yeah, right. Yeah. What do you do? Put the staples <laughs> back in? Like, you, you, can't, you can't gash his head again. Like, that's against your Hippocratic oath. So, I think we're good here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give a shout out to our friends over at Beer Drop. Perfect time for a The way Scott said that just smelled of hypocrisy <laughs> oath. <laughs> like you didn't mispronounce it, but just for whatever reason, I was like, yep, that's that goddamn 
Hippocratic oath. Your hypocritical oath, you sons of bitches. Uh, <laughs> bitches, goddamn. Give doctors. a shout out to our friends over at Beer Drop. Listen, everybody, nobody likes to deal with the stores. There's still a pandemic going on. So if you want to stock up your beer fridge, head on over to our friends over at Beer Drop and let them hook you up. All you got to do is go to craftrootsports.com slash beer drop, fill out your flavor profile, and they will ship you a box of award winning craft beer directly to your door. Uh, FedEx is making you sign for it again. They, they, I just got the email that FedEx was like, by the way, you have to sign for things again. So make sure you're sending it like to your office or someplace where somebody will be there to sign for it. You can get your beer delivered right to you under $4 a serving. It is amazing. It's fantastic. Great beers. Uh, I just put in a separate order. If you don't want the commitment of the monthly plan, you can go in and just put in orders at craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. I just did it. There were four pumpkin beers I found on there. I sent them to me, uh, so I'm getting a bonus shipment that should be here in a week or so uh, of the four pumpkin beers that are available that I'm going to do all October long. I can't wait. Go hit them up, craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. Uh, $5 flat shipping. That's craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, I get it. I used to be the one planning my day around finding a bathroom and living in fear of an accident. I tried the pills and pads, but they just weren't working for me. If you're living like I was, it's time to find an expert physician and ask them about Axonics therapy. It's not another drug. It's an advanced therapy that is proven to provide lasting relief for overactive bladder. Still not sure? You can even try it first to make sure it works for you. You're not alone and you don't have to put up with this anymore. You just have to take the first step towards finding real relief. Visit findrealrelief.com to find a bladder specialist. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Sell out! Drew, were you going to jump in there? Did, did your guy st- is your guy still just dropping the beer drops and running away? No, I mean, he at least makes sure someone's home. But uh, just the last one, like a week or so ago, I, he was like, all right, cool. We're all good here. And I was like, oh, you don't need me to sign anything? Because he had like the little thing out and the and the little pen thing. And he's like, oh, no, yeah, because that virus made, made us not sign. It's fine. And he <laughs> walks away. And I was like whatever okay. <laughs> i was just gonna say the same thing i'm like the dude who delivers to my house you know black dude he always drops it off it's like hey what's up dude you know what's going on brother yep. like i got the email that said oh no hey you gotta specifically sign for this like no bullshit or like, he comes up to the house hey man what's going on hands me the box i'm like all right i gotta sign for it no you're cool don't worry about it and i'm like all right cool well, See, like that's what i want to know like what the fuck has changed like what is signing now all no of a sudden clue. trigger again like now oh now our deliveries are really extra secure like 
get out of here. We got you covered now. All right, guys, let's uh, let's dig back in here. Drew, do you have any uh, mad props for us this week? Have you have you? Run through? Um, yes, I do actually. Not necessarily props, but just straight up bets here. If you, you boys want to run through a, yeah. a bushel, and while you do that, I want to talk. Uh, so we'll go through a couple of these bets, and then I want to talk about probably the worst better that I've ever seen in my life. The story came out this week, and I I legit had to check to see if it was Drew. Just from the headline, I was like, oh no, Drew might be in big trouble uh what's the first bet that you got this week drew aka single (laughs) (laughs) uh all right let's see who who wants to take the first one i just i want to play a little bit of matchup game um don't worry mike i'm not going to actually screw you because i'm trying to bet on these whatever uh i'll go first (laughs) just get it out of the way just uh, lube up and end this quickly for me please Ooh, that's cute um Vatek at West Va straight up. Oh, straight up. Mm. Uh, it's I, a trap. Yeah, this. D- <laughs> now, now, if if it if it helps right now, West Virginia is giving two and a half at home, but we're doing money line here, so it's at West Virginia. You said right? Ask what Va. Yep, noon at, game. At, so they're only going to have so much moonshine in them. Mm, that could be a problem because you, you need the uh, the Mountaineers all liquored up. You know what? Uh, in honor in honor of our previous intern, I'll go ahead and uh, I'm gonna take West Va on this one. All right, West Va, cool. Uh, Scotty boy, you're up next here. You ready for this one? Go for it. Also straight up, UC traveling up to Bloomington to play IU. Uh, uh, Will he giving three and a half? Will Indiana be wearing the correct uniforms with Indiana spelled correctly on them? That's a very would, important distinction. Would anyone on their team or fan base notice if they weren't? Uh, good point. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, yeah. Scott. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take uh, UC in this one. I'm going to take the points. Oh, uh, you mean He's you're going to lay up. the three and a half? Oh, you said UC's giving the three? Yeah, giving three and a half. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm still taking UC. Fuck I was going to say, we were doing money line anyways, but I didn't want you to be making it yeah. under false pretenses. No, 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 and, and... no, no it's all good. I, I think UC wins this one, whatever the circumstances are. There was Fair a enough. headline that came out this week that said, better defies his wife and puts life savings on Chicago Bears to defeat the Rams. Uh, and then there was a series of tweets where this guy tweeted out, the wife and I have been saving up for a down payment on a house, but I have other plans. And then he had a picture of Chicago Bears money line at Los Angeles Rams for week one. The Rams won that game 31 to or 34 to 14. And then the next series of tweets from this guy said, this might be the worst Bears defense I've seen. Oh, my God, my life is over. OK, I'm going to bed <laughs> while I still have one. What a terrible start to my day. Drew, how many times have you been in this situation worried that your wife was about to divorce you because you lost one? way too much on a bet you should have never made um never because unlike white Sox john which tells you all you need to know i'm not a fucking idiot you don't tell her any of this shit dude are you kidding and the man said he bet his life savings a whole house oh, I, get, I get that but then then you then you get your ass in the car and drive to AC overnight and make that money fucking back before she finds out. That's the only way to play this. And he clearly played it wrong. So you're saying you just chase. Say, but what do you chase with if you have no money left over? What do you chase with? 
Uh, well, when you get to AC, you go to the sperm bank, drop a couple deposits, you take that cash, swaddle yourself up to the roulette table, and you grind, motherfucker. Like, I'm talking like an eight-hour stretch where you just go after it, and you hit the bets, you play conservative, you shoot for that 52% win rate, and you build back that bank. Then you put it all into crypto in the next dump. Wait for that little fucker to ride up a little bit. All you need is about a 10%, 15% swing. Cash out back in a good old U.S. dollars. Tax-free because they still don't know how to tax that shit. And she's none the wiser. I feel like if you're going to the sperm bank, you could just go to the sperm bank and literally grind it out until you're back up to where you're at. (laughs) Well... Maybe if you were Tom Brady, honey, right? I'm ho- I'm coming home I, late tonight. I got to grind a few. Yeah, out. I was gonna say I don't know that any any of our sperms are worth that much at all. Like, so we're probably <laughs> oh, in like the hundred dollar donation hold range. Hold on a second, don't shortchange yourself. <laughs> all right, Scott, how much? Like a few how nights, much? How I much feel is like your a few jizz nights worth? A week. I, whatever the minimum is, like, l- let me get that. Like, hundred dollars. No, don't think if you like. Isn't it like five hundred dollars for squirted out? Like, no, dude, that shit ain't that it. Trust me, it's a dime oh, a dozen with these he things. He said, trust me. First of all, Drew came up with this whole scheme way too quick way about too how to get to AC, go to the sperm bank, go trust to roulette, me, man, grind it out, go to crypto. Shit. Like Drew had that plan locked and loaded and then is very aware of how much they're paying for sperm deposits now. Drew, do we have to have an yep. intervention, bro? No, I'm I'm, I'm living good. Like, I, I mean, enough. What's everyone, your next? All I know is, your... all I know is, in my family, everyone gets a decent Christmas present. So, <laughs> how many of your kids are running around out there? Holy shit! I, ever... The world would be better off for it. I will tell you what. You ever see Was that? Imagine, you ever imagine see that what thing I would they... be able to do without serious head injuries in my youth. Can you just think about that? <sighs> it's a terrifying thought because you might be like <laughs> president or some shit, dude. You like. Have you ever seen that interview where I would like, have the ego? A by dude now, went funny. to a, a sperm bank and like had a hundred kids, and then all of the kids come came to find him, and they all like showed oh, for up for child support. Yeah, no, not for child support, just to be like, oh. hey, we're your kids. You jizzed in a cup, and we all want to meet you now. Which Talk is talk about a fucking uh, nightmare. Yeah, man. like all of them showed up, and he yeah. was like, uh, okay, thanks, see you, bye. Uh, but I feel like that's gonna happen to Drew. Like Dude, that's gonna be. I would be so gonna... excited though, because think about it. Like if you check the little box that says like I'm a confidential donor or whatever, and all those kids show up, I'd be like, oh yeah, all right, cool. Let me take your statement, your statement, your statement. <laughs> let me call my attorney, and we gonna get paid, motherfucker. And I would take that sperm bank for every dime they are worth <laughs> biscuit saying somebody grinds it out that many times you're gonna look like the dude from the movie thinner by the time you're done <laughs> is that can i can i google that on on and feel okay about my search history <laughs> yes sure do it all right cool uh, while you're, you're doing just google thinner dick and you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> who would why would you want a thinner dick honestly all right, weird uh, transition. Drew, what's the next game you got for us? Uh, so before you decided to besmirch my name like I'm an idiot losing my down payment, admitting to it in public, and then getting outed before I replaced it via sperm plasma donations, roulette, and uh, uh, fuck, what is it? Um, crypto. I don't know. Before the crypto, what's the game? Baccarat. That's what it is. That Archer always plays. And Baccarat with a, yeah. 
I was going to go with Minnesota at Colorado, uh, and I'm taking PJ Flex boys all day, every day. Uh, again, this is another money line pick here, uh, and, and that's who I'm taking. This does, however, bring it back around to Mr. Berlin. Uh, sir, you have Mississippi State traveling to uh, group of five Memphis. All right, so this is going to be a tough one here because you got Mike Leach, who is a psychopath, crazy person, and you got Memphis, who is now pissed off that they got left out of this Big 12 expansion. This is not an easy game here. By the way, before I make this pick, what do you guys make of that uh, UC moving to Big 12? Does that make the Big 12, does that make UC like a Power 5 team now, or does that make the Big 12 a group of six? Like it's now the group of six, it's not the group of five anymore. Nah, that's bullshit. Let, let, let me take this first, and then Scott can give an actual take. Um, I love it because. I get to play the card with all my UC friends of, oh, yeah, you know what? Those like Kansas UC basketball games are going to be really entertaining. That's going to be something to watch. And I get to play that conversation thread out that way without having to come out and say, dude, I don't give a fucking shit. The Big 12 is trash. They're never going to be anything. They're never going to win a national title. And they're eventually going to get squeezed out for the conglomerate of the SEC, the Big 10, and the Pac-12 simply because someone needs to represent the West and Notre Dame. <laughs> All right, very nice. That's enough. the future of college football. Uh, Scott, how are you feeling about the Big 12 expansion? I think it's hilarious that every time UC joins a conference, that they feel like, oh man, we're finally going to get the recognition. We're going to get the prestige. People are going to respect us. It's when the respect is on the way out the fucking door. So this is American Conference 2.0 now. The, the Big 12 is just a thing. Like, it's welcoming you see because nobody else is eligible right <laughs> who are, like, who are other... i mean it's like an embarrassment like i mean if if uc was to announce five six years ago that they're going to the big 12 you're like oh shit man that's a big fucking move like how did uc pull that off and instead now you're just like oh they're just grabbing it whatever they can this is like oh you see that's a life preserver that'll get us through a few more months uh, on the red. Like, eh, yeah. Congratulations. You see fans, you know, what my, it made it my favorite something. part, my favorite part was that the news around here was all like last year, the AAC, each team made $7 million in their conference. Like everybody made 7 million. The big 12 made 40 million. So this move is going to be huge for UC. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, they made 40 million when they had Texas and Oklahoma, right? but they right. don't have them now. They aren't making 40 million. The next time these TV rights get negotiated, you think big 12, the reason why the big 12 had that much money was because of the longhorn network. And the, the Texas had to, there was like some deal where Texas had to help disperse that too. And you also had Oklahoma like making it to the college football playoffs a couple of times, and that money gets dispersed among the the conference. Who in that conference is making the playoffs? Like, no, I guess UC has the best shot since they're the highest ranked team right. in the the Big Twelve now, but they're not going to the playoffs. To playoffs, I mean, they're not going to the playoffs. Come on, this is crazy talk. We now have. I think that the group that is most excited about UCF, UC, Houston, and uh, BYU going to the Big 12 is the Pac-12. Because they're like, we're not the shittiest uh, Power 5 conference anymore. It ain't us, baby. It's the Big 12. We're like number four now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Move it up, baby. Thank you, Texas. Thank you, Oklahoma. Pac-12, fourth place. Shout out us. 
And as soon as they finish all that, they're like, but please let us in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> guys, like, come on. See, like, we're, 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 we're better than the Big 12. We, be, like, we, we beat we Ohio State. We got somebody to beat Ohio State. Come on. We beat Ohio State. Like, come on. They're like, Big 12 is worse than us. <laughs> you gotta admit, you gotta admit the, the big 12 is worse than us look at least we're the big 12 come on listen we got west coast money we got west coast tv and we're not the big 12 so that's like three things going for us right we like, beat ohio yes, state USC west coast, is looking whatever. for a head coach amongst also rands but 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 we're not supporting usc <laughs> like, like, that's their banner like pac 12 we're not asking you see here. <laughs> Oof. Uh, all right. I feel so like UC would be better off joining the Big East for the second time. Yep. Then join the Big Twelve because that conference ain't going to be around for uh, seven years. But why would they join the Big East? Like, where would they play football then? Because that's see- my point. They'd be better off as an independent in football, and then a basketball mm. school in the Big East than the other sports. Okay. They would not they be would better be off as an independent in football. They would not be. There's UC no, there's no team wait, 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 other than Notre Dame that can handle. I mean, that's why BYU is no longer. Or wasn't BYU running as an independent for a while, and now they're like, no, nah, fuck it, we're getting into a conference. UC is not going to be able to fill out a 12 game schedule uh, as an independent without help from a conference. Like that's Look, not going to happen. I, I I know what you're saying, but my point is if. You get off the ship onto one lifeboat that then begins to capsize, and then you get onto another lifeboat that you realize is also sinking. Sometimes you're better off just going and trying to swim to shore instead of trying to get yet a third lifeboat that's overfilled with people and drowning. That's all I'm saying. There's a point where you just got to pull the bandaid off and say, you know what? We're never going to make it to one of the conferences that's going to last when we essentially end up with an East and West conference like you'd have in the NFL, NBA, every other regular sport. We'll go independent and try to fend our way and build a fan base that way, get competitive and grow. So we are attractive when it gets to be the end of days and we're on the outside looking in anyways. That's all I'm saying. I'm going Mississippi State straight up over Memphis. Right on. <laughs> Which is funny. Oh, actually, well, so so here's the 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 twist. You actually have to give three and a half. They're not giving. Oh, the I gotta money give line. three and a half. Mm, in yeah, that case, sorry. I think I think I'm gonna take Memphis in the points. I think this is Memphis gonna be a close getting game. Getting three and a half. Yeah, right, cool. I'm gonna take Memphis and in, in those points because I think this will be a close game. And I do think Memphis because that's a team that if anybody was moving up, I thought Memphis would have been a, a team to pick uh, to go into the Big Twelve. And the fact that they're not honestly, I think they're Memphis be has off. been solid, but then they they lost their coach. Was it two years ago or so? Uh, that that guy that had him coming out throwing the ball over the place. I think he got poached to go to Florida or something, a school in Florida. But they just haven't been the same since they left. Yeah, um, I agree. But I, I I still feel like that's a team that when you look at Memphis compared to like Houston, I probably would take Memphis over Houston. I get why they take Houston. It makes sense geographically. But oh, absolutely. I mean, if you're looking competitive wise, Memphis is the team to go with there. Right, right, right. Um, cool. So then it comes over to me here with uh, good old Arizona State, the the fighting uh, Herm Edwards is. <laughs> did that dude go to FSU? Game saying FSU. Did that dude end up at FSU? Is that that's not the guy, is it? Mm, uh, well, no. So Willie Taggart got fired. Who replaced him? 
I don't know, but FSU is in fucking shambles. So that's a terrible. That's a terrible. Mike Norvell. Is that it? Is that it? No. Norvell. <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah, that's his name, but I don't think that's the guy that was at uh, Memphis. I got. Is look that what you were saying? Now. Yeah, that's. Hold I on, I got it. Wikipedia is loading here. It was. Uh, that was oh, him. Shit, he was, it was. In Memphis. <laughs> Wow. They, they just God, lost. So they just bad. lost to an FCS school. Also, Notre Dame yeah. clearly not good if they need overtime to beat Florida State, and then the following week, Florida State loses at home to an FCS school. So Notre Dame is in for a rough sled this year. But man, at least we didn't lose to an FCS school. So oh. speaking speaking of rough sled, did you see the uh, Florida State O lineman that proposed his girlfriend after they got <laughs> yes. beat by the FCS school? <laughs> I sure did. What a- untimely proposal yeah now you got to figure that uh, he still did it because he had this shit planned or whatever and in his mind he's like, yeah we're gonna stomp them my question to you guys is if you're him and you just got smacked by an fcs school team do you still propose i'm waiting no. another week no yeah, well hang on there they were talking about this on levitard uh that when they looked at the schedule they were like the next week you're gonna lose too especially after just losing to an fcs school so the closest that they broke it down on levitard and they said the earliest he would have been able to where they you could feel good about it was like october 23rd so they're like do you really want to wait a month uh to put off your engagement at that point <laughs> see but, but yes that to me is at that point, then you just go, okay, maybe not after a football game. <laughs> right? Let me go out That's, this that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I delay it a month and I don't, I don't saddle it next to a football game again. I'm just like, look, this was going to happen. I tried it. I'm not going to tempt fate again, but I am going to hold off on this because I, I tried to plan it and it just didn't work. So give me a minute. I mean, you know, she's none the wiser. She thinks you're dragging your feet anyway. What's another month? So <laughs> right. She's not going anywhere. She's trying to hang around right. with you to get that NFL paycheck. Like you're <laughs> right. Good. Like she's definitely hanging around. Right. So you got the, time. The right way to do it is after you lose the FCS team, if you're that guy on Florida State and you look at the schedule like Lebatard did and you see the way things are stacking up, you go, All right, so senior night it is. And you do it before the game during that senior walk situation where you meet mom and dad, you have her down on the field and you do it there because then it can't get fucked by you losing yet again in a way you shouldn't have. Guys, this is Mike Norvell when he played college football. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. That is is a picture of Mike Norvell. When I Googled him to find out uh, if that was the guy from Memphis, this was the first picture that showed up. Mike Norvell with cornrows, uh, a dirty, dirty mustache, and the worst goatee I have ever seen in my life. Mike Norvell, head coach of Florida State, probably for not much longer. Two has never looked so horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. The thing is, he's at Florida State now. He has enough money to pay a PR firm to get that thing buried. Yeah, you got to scrub like, the internet to get rid of this picture. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's terrible. All of his PIL money to get rid of this. It's like, look, I need to make this go away. Like, for those of you, you, to, yep. for those of you listening after the fact on the podcast, just Google Mike Norvell College and good <laughs> Lord, get ready for the amazingness. Uh, all right, Drew. Sorry. Go ahead with the next game for Scott. He looks like he uh, likes girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Go ahead. Well, now, hold on. Let's not. Let's. Let's not shortchange those gals, all right? Oh, I'm not shortchanging the gals. I was shortchanging him again. R.I.P. Rich and Ice. Uh, fair. Uh, so I was, I was, and the other guy.
old. <laughs> You're the LFO guy. Okay, go I don't ahead. know if he's L or F or O, but one of those guys, <laughs> and Rich. The main guy and one of the other guys, uh, R.I.P. Uh, sorry, Drew, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the, the fight Rich, Herm Edwards. Rich is an L, F, or O either, so I don't understand. Wait, what is uh, who's Herm playing? You didn't even say the teams there. I did. I sat there at BYU. Oh. Uh, oh new Big uh, 12 really faring well in, in your picks here. Wait, hold on. Hold yeah. on. Back up real quick. We did that story on Herm and the like lack of institutional control and all the crazy bullshit that was going on at Arizona State. Did nothing ever come from that? They were just like, like they're just like, fuck it. They were like, whatever. Kids are getting paid now. Whatever. Just go do you. Pandemic. We we did what the fuck we wanted. Like I knew it was coming. It's fine. Uh, I guess I'm gonna take Dirty Herm because I mean, if they asshole, it's not your game to pick. Jesus, if you wouldn't take so long, no, if you wouldn't be pissed all over the place you know okay, you would have well, known that me i'll just sit back Jeez. i am going to you ready uh auburn at penn state penn state giving six and a half scott what you got biscuit said norvell looks like james franco in spring breakers <laughs> <laughs> and wow. ryan mccarthy said he looks like he's been spending most of his life living in the opposite of a ghetto paradise <laughs> How? <laughs> the opposite of ghetto paradise would be suburban seclusion. <laughs> yes, yeah. he looks like he looks like the inspiration no, he, oh, for Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> he really does. I was going to say he plays for Coach Buddy's JUCO team. That might be better. Oh shit! All right, sorry, okay, Scott. Go ahead. Uh, Scott, you've got uh, Auburn at Penn State. Penn State giving six and a half. Mm, I'm taking Auburn because the the kid diddlers. There's no way they're they're covering that. <laughs> I mean, that's what I thought all day. That's the that's the right call. Yep. Actually, getting six and a half. Auburn's been kicking the shit out of everyone this this season so far too. And Gus Malzahn isn't there to like piss it away. So yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Did you, see, did you see Gus Malzahn came out and was like, "I'm not taking the USC job," and everybody was like, "Nobody gives a shit, Gus. Nobody <laughs> thought you were." No like, one asked you. Sit down. You're, you're lucky you got the job you, you have. You're fine. I'm Enjoy yourself. I'm taking my name out of the hat. Like, <laughs> I have more integrity than like. Thanks, Gus. You weren't offered. <laughs> appreciate you eliminating yourself. <laughs> Gotta worry about that. The USC officials are like, Jesus Christ, how are we gonna get around the fact that somebody's gonna question us about Gus Malzahn not being uh, interviewed for this gig? <laughs> Dude, Thank that, God he took himself out. That's that's the thing where you're in the newsroom, right? And they're going around the table with like coaching carousel updates early in the season, and someone throws out, Well, I got a quote from Gus Malzahn that he's not interested in the USC job. <laughs> and the editor just looks at him and goes, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wasting our time with that shit? Don't you have real news to go out and get after? Like, God I've damn. got integrity. There's no way I would take that job. <laughs> right. Eat a dick, Gus. All right, Scott. Uh, not Scott. Mike, you ready to bring this home? Yep. Let's last, get one last more one here. Yeah. Let's get one more each. Here Look, we go. And hey, I promised you, I'm not trying to fuck you anymore with these. So mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I feel like okay. this is fair. Yeah. Alabama minus sixteen and a half at Florida. What is 16 and a half? 
I'm shocked that they're only I, favored by 16 and a half, to be honest. I was going to say, like, that's, that's actually kind of shocking no, but, to me. Uh, no, but you know where they get you on there. That's that half point. Like, no, they're but, totally going to win by two touchdowns. Okay, but for real, though, like if Alabama only beats Florida by two touchdowns, isn't that incredibly shocking? Like, Florida is not that good. For Alabama it, it to is. only oh, be a 16 got, and a half point They still favorite. got SEC athletes, purposes. Mike. Yeah, like for gambling purposes, you're just like, that half point is no. I'm taking Alabama easily in that one. I think especially after this week where that dude messed up and uh, revealed on an interview that Nick Saban loves these nuts jokes, which we knew anyways. That was like a thing that has been said before. But I heard the interview today. I finally listened to it. Oh, my God. It's amazing because they they asked the kid. They're like, Does, what's some of Nick Saban's best like sayings that, that, that really resonate with you? And he goes, he, he's got a lot, you know, but he really likes to say like, touch D's and suck D's and you just hear in the background somebody's like no no and then they run in to like <laughs> shut out the interview it is amazing ah uh, it's so nope, good pull uh, up, pull no no nope. if somebody was like nope stop stop no no nope, nope. the Jamal Crawford dunk on LeBron <laughs> that never happened pull the tape but yeah, yeah, I'm taking Coach Alabama. Coach doesn't like anything about D's. In fact, he doesn't know what D's is. There's no way that's, that Coach well, Nick would know. Because you know that you know when he said liar. touch D's, they were like, we can make this work. He's talking about touchdowns. That's his joke. He calls them touch D's. Like Gronk <laughs> and Brady call them tutties. He calls them touch D's. But when he said suck D's, the guy, they were like, ah, oh, fuck, we can't recover. There's no spin zone here. We're screwed. Alabama by 30. Give, wow. give us the tape. So, give us the so, tape. I will I will say too though that I tried to trigger uh Samir and the guys on Corner Booth the other night when I, I joined them for their pregame show uh by trying to say, Well, did you did you guys hear that Alabama's uh jumped the shark? Like their their dynasty's over and it's gonna start to fall apart. They didn't take the bait, unfortunately, because I was gonna throw out there, did you see guy did you guys see Nick Saban in that like old school leather like helmet that he put on after they won their first game? No, I didn't. But- Good lord. I was like, Good look, Lord. he's having fun now, like Tommy Boy. Like he's ready to go down to Florida and retire and still win championships. Uh, they didn't take the bait though, so I didn't get to roast him on that one. Listen, um, here's the thing, and I, I put this in the rundown and I put this in the promo for the show. So Drew, I apologize for interrupting your picks again. Uh, it's but all good. Nick Saban is not the greatest college football coach. There are two contenders for the best college football coach currently, and neither one is named Nick Saban. Uh, the first all one. Right. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. But before we get into that, because I I think you want to cover the stories here. I got to recap this because math isn't adding up over here. Mike, you had West Va over Vatek, correct? Straight up. Then Scott had UC over Indiana, straight up. Then I had Minnesota over Colorado. Oh, that's the one I'm missing. Mississippi State. Okay, so Mike, you took you took Mississippi State over Memphis. I know you you said it's three and a half, so I took Memphis and the points. Ah, okay, okay, gotcha. All right, cool. No, we're good now. So tell tell me about these coaches, Mike. I'm very intrigued. All right. So listen, we talked before about uh, this dude at Presbyterian College, uh, Kevin Kelly. He got hired recently. He's a high school coach that was known for always going for two, always onside kicking and never punting. He ran football games like it's a video game. And they they hired him at this Presbyterian college. So everybody was like, oh my God, this guy's coming to the college ranks. Is it even going to work? The answer is yes, it totally works. 
His first two games this year, he has won. He's 2-0. Uh, the first game he won 84-43, to and the second game they won 68-3. to Presbyterian College <laughs> is now a powerhouse. And guys, here's the crazy thing. They're coming to Dayton in like two weeks. I want to go so bad. I just want to drive I'm up in. to Dayton and see Kevin Kelly go for two every single time. This is exactly I how. I want to have them do this show live. <laughs> during the game like it's like okay you have these unorthodox coaching methods uh, why don't you go ahead and just you know do the show right now because there's you know th- th- I, you're not gonna lose because you're up guy. 65 zip in the third right, quarter yeah, like yeah, just, just do tell it tell us your secrets i i love your heads at sky i just don't think the internet is going to support us doing a live show at the game um and not because there's going to be so many people there, just because it's Dayton. And I'm pretty sure they still don't have 3G. So <laughs> we might have to run a hard line and then we could pull it off. But otherwise, I just I don't see it being feasible. All right. So um, listen, as great as Kevin Kelly is, he might be the number two best coach just in terms of like coaching abilities. This next guy I want to tell you about is the best coach in college football. This is the guy. If you oh, want a down. guy running your team, you want Bruce Barnum. Uh, He is the head coach of Portland State. And here's why you want Bruce Barnum. He is trying to get fans out. He believes in his team, man. He knows that they've got what it takes. And he is so impressed with his team and he knows his team will impress you that he wants every fan out to pack the stadium tomorrow despite the fact that Oregon versus Oregon State is tomorrow night and that's kind of a big game in in uh, the state but he's like listen come out to the game he said he will buy beers for everybody that comes to the game and in the interview they were like so you mean the first beer and he was like no all of them. This dude offered to buy what? all of the beers at the stadium for anybody that comes out. He literally said in the interview, he was like, come out and watch the other game on TV. I don't care. Just be in the stands. I will buy your beers to come out. This is the greatest coach in the history of college football. If you're willing to buy Live. all of the beer in the stadium. No. Oh, that's amazing. Amazing. I robbed because I saw this earlier this week. I didn't realize it was all the beers for the game. Yes, it's all of the beers. I will Holy find the shit. Where is it, and can we get there by kickoff? He said, I've got a deal for you. Anybody who heard me uh, on your show, just say, I heard Barney on the BFT at the Barney Beer Garden, and I'll buy your beer. I'm not buying your ticket, Uh, but I'll buy your beer. Uh, And then they said, how many beers? And he said, all all of them. them. This dude is a legend. Legend. I want him at Notre Dame right now. Fire Brian Kelly right now and hire this guy. Week three of the season, I don't give a shit. Pull a USC. Hire somebody week three. That's right. Because just like USC, we ain't getting to the playoff, or we're never winning a championship either. So fuck it. Let's get free beer. We're losing to Purdue this week. What are we talking about? They don't sell beer at Notre Dame Stadium. So that might be a bit of a shitty thing to come to and realize. Wait a second. Hang on. Did did they sell beer at this stadium? Because this might be the greatest move in the history. Like this dude may have been like, I will buy all your beers. Well, no, they they they, don't. They have a branded beer garden. So I feel like they must. Do they really? Have you checked? Do you know for sure? Well, no, of course not. I haven't checked. Do you think I do research anymore? Come on. <laughs> Speaking of research, our $4 parlay will net us $251.60 if we hit. So get excited, guys. <sighs> All right. Who's going to be the one that ruins this for the show? Who's the who's the one that ruins the bet? Uh, Mike with Bama. What? You think Bama doesn't cover 16 and a half? 
Yeah, just because that would just fuck him on half point. Like that's <laughs> like that's uh, like I think oh, they'll win by sixteen, and wait. we'll be looking at Mike like fuck. Well, see, and the best part is I didn't even tell you guys this. So those were the lines when they originally came out. Uh, I'm I'm borrowing my brother-in-law's pool that he picks in for for my parlays every weekend. Uh, it came out as sixteen and a half earlier in the week, and it's been bet down to fourteen and a half for Bama. And then the Penn State line has moved from Penn State minus six and a half. Uh, I think they're only five point favorites now. Oh, Mike just did his Kong Bong. That was very good, Mike. Thank you. I did a Kong Bong. I didn't change the the, Kong Bong, and I'm over here fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) It's that that goddamn flannel. I was going to say, I was like, no Kong Bong, uh, just this eight and a half percent. Like, holy shit. Craftfoodsports.com slash beer bong if you want your own. Head on over to. (laughs) No! Scott, is it the eight and a half percent or is it the uh, the flannel pack that you were drinking pre-show? It's probably both. <laughs> oh, fucking Jesus, man. I'm just I'm I'm struggling, but we're going to make it through. Like I was going to say you disappeared yeah. for a stretch. Mookie and I had to carry things for a bit because I looked and I was I like, had to oh, Scott's not here. We got a vamp on Mookie this talk. show. What a dick. Dude, I text you guys and was like, hey, stall for a minute. I got to pee. Like, oh, I don't I don't look at my phone during the show, Scott, okay, well, because cool. I'm a professional. Well, I, I did. I, I had to fucking pee. I'm no, a professional whose green like... screen falls mid show. OK, I'm a damn professional <laughs> over here. Get it right. Mike, you've got to watch. It would show up on the watch. You I don't look at my watch. Blocked. I don't look at my watch. I don't look. So if it vibrates, you don't even look at it? No, I don't look at anything during the show because it's show night and show is the main. I'm a professional, Drew. Do your Kong bong. Craftfoodsports.com slash beer bong. Something's dripping. It's, uh, you got oh, it's a, the phone. Um, so wait, are you trying to tell me then that if if Jude would have split his head after you had gone down to do show prep, you'd be like, ah, Alex got it. I would not have known until much later, until 9.30 when we get off air, and I'd have been like, oh, no. Uh, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner it's winter time when temperatures go down the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them so don't risk a costly replacement stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the service card appliance repair program from black hills energy it's peace of mind in a plan Visit BlackHillsEnergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Drew, are you going to do that, Kong Bong? You go I, ahead. Take your time with, with that. We'll talk. Shit's leaking, man. All right. What's well, leaking on me? I just. All right. Let's do a little bit more baseball talk. Here's the pitch. Oh, shit. Scott, are the Reds going to blow this for me? Like, they're, they're going to blow this, right? Uh, and I'm keeping the camera on Drew until he finally figures out how to do his Kong Bong. Are they oh, going to blow this for real? You. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was hoping that they would figure a way out, but th- this is all oh, set up so for them strong. to, like, lose by probably a game. <laughs> Wake up. 
Jeez, did you eat the fucking melatonin, Scott? Holy shit. No, god damn it. It just as soon Dude. as it cut to me, I was like, uh yeah. Do we need to call Cheryl and tell her to come you flick you in the nuts bored or something? By your own take, Scott. You <laughs> yeah, my take was the worst. It's like, yeah, the Reds. They're I mean, you fun. right there just summarized baseball. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I do think that the Reds are going to end up missing this by like a game, and it's their entire own fault. Like, dude, they had, had set up the easiest like schedule month. going into this last stretch. They had a one game lead, lead over the Padres. They had the Pirates, the Cubs. There was like 16 games against dog shit teams. And the Padres, meanwhile, are playing the Giants and the fucking uh and the Dodgers. And I'm like, this is wrapped up, baby. Like, let's go print the tickets. We're going to LA and we got this wild card game locked down. And then the Reds <laughs> proceed to lose five straight series. <laughs> five straight series. They can't win a goddamn they scored one run against the fucking pirates like twice are you kidding me are you fucking kidding me Red? I'll, and i know I'll they're all like well tigers. jesse winker Woo. jesse winker isn't in the lineup and he's the spark no if you can't score more than one run against the goddamn you don't deserve to be there drew i swear to god if you mute my <laughs> mic one more time i'm gonna fucking lose my mind on you i'm gonna lose it uh, but but you see now he's mad at me and he's not mad at the reds no i'm mad at both times. of you now now uh, i'm mad at both of you <laughs> How many no, times do I have to tell that? you to stop muting? From now on, you don't get host. I'm changing the password. <laughs> you will not get be able to get into these. And you know what the best part is? Nobody will notice. <laughs> yes, they will because you'll stop muting my mic. And then it, it, they'll be like, oh, great. Drew isn't muting mics anymore and ruining things. You can hit me with the moving on if you want. Hit me with the moving no, on. I can't because I have to close the fucking thing because the website freezes. Well, sucks to suck. Get a better computer. <laughs> Speaking of sucks to suck. How hard is the red schedule now remaining considering all the teams they've been playing and beating their ass? Like, so I mean, it was supposed to be easy as shit, but instead it's ridiculously hard because they still play the pirates like six more times and they can't beat this dog shit team. The reds, the red, the reds have done so shitty that the Cardinals have moved into this wild card spot. The Cardinals were like (laughs) basically mathematically eliminated. And now the reds are like, nah, go ahead. St. Louis, you take it. We don't want it. Like the, the NL, teams that are playing for the second wild card are all playing like they don't want that wild card. Like every team is like, nope, we're not doing it. We're not. We don't want that smoke. We're we're out. We're good. We'll just go ahead and lose to the goddamn pirates. Two out of three. <laughs> are you kidding me? How you feeling uh, sitting there Arr. nice and pretty, Scott, uh, with your division lead? Uh, Well, <laughs> the problem is when you're leading the division, all that means is that you have plenty of time to fuck it up. So, like, I'm sitting there watching Atlanta thinking, eh, they've got this for about a month. And every day, if they don't win, it's like, oh, well, here it is. They're, they're going to be a sinking ship. And so leading the division just as amazing as not because you just, you're waiting for the inevitable to happen. How did you uh how did you feel about the news that Ryan Braun is retiring from baseball? Fuck that guy. 
Drew, Drew Mookie with the that's all I got. <laughs> He's such an asshole. Like, I wish he got even less coverage of his retirement. And then he had one of those fake celebrity death hoaxes where everyone's like, oh, my God, Ryan Braun died. And he had to convince us he's actually not dead and still a horrible person. You know, it would be amazing if Ryan Braun retires and ends up with a job at like FedEx, like handling uh, steroid samples. Like, that's what I envision is going to happen to Ryan Braun. (laughs) I'd be here for that. Even better, his like punishment in hell would be doing that. And like, I don't know, something more creative, but. Fuck him. He's an uh, asshole. I hate him. Biscuit saying if the Reds don't want that playoff spot, the Cubs will take it. That was another team that the Reds were supposed to beat up on the to close out the season was they had the Cubs and the Pirates and other dog shit teams on the schedules. But no, they can't beat anybody. And Biscuit saying it'll be the same result. First round loss. Yes, 100 percent. The Reds are not winning that wild card game, especially if it's like whether it's at San Francisco or at LA, it doesn't matter. The Reds aren't winning that wild card game, but still, I want to be there. I want to have a chance. Like, it's something to build on, right? Like, so I, I so don't like this idea of the Reds like being like, well, we're not going to win it because there's a ton of Reds fans that are like, we're not going to win it anyway. So who cares? But I, I do care. Like, I feel like if you're not trying for that wild card, then what do you, what are we even doing? Then fuck it. Like, pack it up. I don't care anymore. Then tell me that you don't want this game, and I will stop tuning in every goddamn night and have my heart ripped out. God, you need a better life, man. <laughs> As, I'm just depressed for you. I think it's tough is is the wild card <laughs> in baseball working? Yes, it's. Why wouldn't it be working? No, I just mean, is it is it really entertaining if there's like right now, what is it in the NL? You've got the Dodgers with a 17 game lead on the cards for the second wild card. And then you've got the Cardinals, the Padres, the Reds, the Phillies for that second spot. I I guess the Padres should be competitive if they get in the wild card. But outside of that, like none of those teams are competitive. It's still a good thing because it's baseball anything can happen one night like it's a one game thing so yeah it's a great so then idea. why do we have to pay a best of seven series and all the other rounds and watch that shit because that's like the the wild card one game series is a punishment like that's a that's an issue like oh you should have won your division and then you don't have to worry about this the off chance that you get upset because you're johnny cueto and you drop the ball on the mound in pittsburgh and pittsburgh beats you and the fucking reds don't get out of the wild card listen let's get out of here guys i go i'm getting fucking (laughs) amped up it's time to go i gotta oh (laughs) where are we going it's time to talk about these beers that we're drinking tonight uh Damn, it's already been an hour and a half, huh? How about that? Beers we're drinking brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Uh, head on over to dugoutmugs.com slash craft drink from a baseball bat just like we do here on the show. They got metal bats now. Uh, they got the executive series, the black bats, uh, wine glasses, bottle openers made from uh, bat knobs, uh, all kinds of cool shit. Go hit them up, dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Get 15% off your order. That's dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Sell out. Scott, what were you drinking tonight? Uh, and we were rating it on the kids' injury scale from one to five staples. I was drinking the uh, Monster Cookie series from uh, Vaulted Brewing. Uh, I got a salted peanut butter chocolate imperial stout. This shit was amazing. Oh, sorry. I just I figured since you couldn't yawn Wait, while Mike, you were, were talking, you watching like, baseball highlights. No, I was just doing it for Scott since he couldn't do it. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give this one five staples 
just like I did when I initially rated it. Fantastic beer. All the peanut butter flavor. Good times. All of the booze. Scott, yeah, I was Scott, say, Scott hang on. Hang shit. on. Is that all booze? Or did you have something else uh, before this show? Did you already show? take your melatonin, Scott? <laughs> no. Like, it's a combination of being up since 1 o'clock yesterday and booze. Like, holy shit, I'm fucking done. Mookie, <laughs> what was in your mug? <laughs> Alrighty, uh, I had Odie McOatface in my mug tonight uh, out of, uh, oh, sorry, Third Window Brewing in Santa Barbara, uh, 5.3%, not as nice as Scott's, uh, and I don't know, it was like my fourth concussion. It was there in the moment, and then afterwards I forgot it. Um, not much to report back on. It was a thing that happened, and I probably won't remember it tomorrow. All right, fair enough. Good deal. I was drinking It Rolls Watermelon Kolsch from Fiction Beer Company. I initially rated this as three staples. I'm going to downgrade that to two and a half staples. I hate Kolsch beers, man. I don't know why (laughs) I thought... uh, I don't know why I thought like watermelon flavor might save it. It did not. It was terrible. This was a bad beer. Don't get it. Um, But still, it's still beer, so I'm going to give it something. It's two and a half. Two and a half staples. Kolsch's are those beers where it's like, man, I I don't like Kolsch's, but you know what? All right, I'll give this one a shot. This one sounds good enough, or it sounds different. It's it's a new take on it. Maybe it'll be good, and then it never is. No, it never is. Uh, ever. Yeah. It's never good. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. This was a damn fun show. We got green screens falling. We got hosts falling asleep. It was a <laughs> no it one was got a injured. Thing. Uh, nobody got injured tonight. And thank you guys for being patient uh, after Wednesday night. Also, we got a new shirt available over yes. on the Craft Root Sports. Uh, uh, the black guy bottling uh, it. <laughs> Buy that shit. Over on the Dude, website. Scott, you really should uh, wear a hat on the show. You should let that thing breathe. Good teams win. Great teams like. cover. Uh, it is the the latest in the silhouette series. Craftrootsports.com slash shop is where you go to to get that. Head on over there. Uh, it's now available. It's uh, super awesome. I'm very happy with this shirt. Drew is going to buy all of them. Uh, so go head over there right now. Craftrootsports.com slash shop. Pick yours up. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, be sure to follow us on uh, Twitter at Sports, Instagram, same handle. Uh, like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube. All that good stuff. Subscribe, rate, review wherever you get your podcasts. Also, shout out Belly Up Sports. Uh, go check them out, bellyupsports.com. Scott's going to go ahead and take a, a good night's sleep tonight. We hope you guys have a great night. We will see you all on Wednesday. Cheers, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Backdoor cover, baby.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're looking for your next new truck, trust Rush Truck Centers, the nation's largest commercial vehicle dealer network. Rush Truck Centers has trucks in stock throughout the country, including heavy, medium, and light-duty work vehicles. Plus, they offer a wide range of programs that help coordinate, monitor, and expedite vehicle service and repairs throughout their qualified service facilities. Check out their online inventory today at RushTruckCenters.com. That's RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Please speak to your Rush Truck Centers representative for further details.